Josh is a self-proclaimed tax nerd who thinks he can make taxes fun. So if taxes are indeed fun, and also the single most important factor in your retirement, why are so few people talking about it? How is it that in retirement, you can choose how much taxes you pay? Show of hands, who thinks taxes are going lower? Okay, admittedly, I can't see your hands, people. This is a podcast. But maybe, just maybe, it's cheaper to pay your taxes now and not in the future. And why is Josh so uncomfortable and intimidated by my Chewbacca comfy? Is it jealousy? Is it fear of the unknown? Well, friends, you'll just need to listen to episode five of the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast to find out. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner and founder of FSR Wealth Strategies. For the last 18 years or so, he's been helping people just like you thrive in their retirement. And now my introduction is over, so it's time for you to enjoy the show. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of its publication and are subject to change. Maybe you're just not appropriate. No. That was bored inappropriate. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that a face? Uh, oh, I, I hit record. Yeah. Hi, Josh. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You know, so this morning I got a late start. Um, it snowed last night. I woke mm-hmm. up to uh, two or three inches in our driveway and I decided I was going to get up early, so the alarm went off at 5, and sure. I went outside and shoveled. And it took me longer than I thought it was going to be. And uh, then we had a sick kid at home, so the whole morning kind of got thrown out of whack. And uh, I, was, I didn't even get in the shower until like almost 8 o'clock after 8 o'clock. I took the kids, I took the other two to school, and uh, I got out of the shower. I was like, I'm wearing jeans today, and I'm <sighs> just going to put like this warm, comfy shirt on. And I was like, oh. I'm supposed to record a podcast with Dave. Like, I'm going to look terrible on this podcast. Now, good thing, I'm hoping most people listen to this in audio only and don't watch us on YouTube. But um, then I realized I'm just comparing myself to you, and it's not that big of a deal. So I'm not sure, should I be offended, or should I feel, like, good about that comment? And then when I see what you're wearing today, it's... I'd call the cops on you. If you were walking down my street... (laughs) with that on, I would call and say, there's somebody who should... It's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> Be like, I really wouldn't call the cops on you. I think that you know, I could get in off- trouble. Office, officer, can you list to me all the people that have restraining orders in my neighborhood? Yeah, because there's this <laughs> kid wearing a Chewbacca comfy. I, I told Carla the other day that I... Do think that when I take Teddy outside to go to the bathroom, uh, Teddy's our dog, not our son, uh, that our neighbors (laughs) avoid (laughs) – he hasn't yet dropped trowel and peed on a tree yet. Uh, But I do feel like neighbors avoid eye contact with me when I'm wearing this thing because they're just like, what do I do with this? Do I say, hey, cool shirt, man? I will say that 
my friends at the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru do like my comfy because it looks like yeah. Teddy. So yeah, Teddy's in the back seat. I'm wearing this, and they're like, "Oh, look, you guys are twins," and we joke and think, joke. And do you ever worry they think it's your old dog? You're wearing. <gasps> oh my gosh! Like the fur of my old dog. Oh, creepy. See, you took anyway, it to the next level. I did. <laughs> Sorry. Always. Anyway, I told you as we're getting ready to record this that oh, you put our names up there. Uh, those of you who are listening, welcome to the FSR Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. I am Josh Bruttle, um, the owner and founder of FSR Wealth Strategies, and this is my good friend. I even said it out loud. I admitted it, Dave. Uh, here I, in the office, t- we call him the Dave. It only took 25 years for you to admit it, Josh. Mm-hmm. Someday one of these podcasts, we'll talk about how we met and we shared a dorm room together for the first time. Mm, but So um, many stories. So many stories. But um, where was I going with this? We were talking about the uh, really cut straight to me thoughtlessly <laughs> scaring nothingness right now. Okay, um, look, look, for you, for anybody who actually listened to this podcast past episode four, I slurped really loud on our previous podcast. So I'm hoping that if I cut away to just Josh, you won't see me slurping. That was my favorite thing you've ever done in our podcast. <laughs> um, but today... I told you in our in our pre-show conversation that we were going to talk about taxes. And I said, hey, we're going to talk a little bit about our kids. And so far, we've talked about uh, me and you dressing like a slob and where your dog goes to the bathroom. But uh, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about taxes. And actually, I was going to tell a story um, with my son, Alex. And then I'll tell a story about me as a kid here. But every night, I tuck the kids into bed and... Uh, I'm sure you do the same with Landon, and I always tuck in Alex first, and uh, or actually, Alex gets preferential first treatment out of the three. Apparently, wait, why? But, why do you like him the best? Do you like him the best? Admit it right now. I want to hear it. You like him the best? Oh God, no. Oh, okay. He's gonna listen to that and go, "Oh, Dad hates me." But no, all we like all kids the same, David. Just depends on what day it is. Um, Makes sense. But, but. I like to lay there with him for about two minutes and, uh, you know, ask him how his day went and what he's looking forward to and ask him if he has any questions for me. And recently, over the last, like, two weeks, he says to me, Dad, can you teach me about taxes? <laughs> Which is really weird for a seven-and-a-half-year-old to say, Dad, can you teach me about taxes? Uh, <laughs> no, wait. This is a joke, right? This no, is just something you're making up for the podcast. No, you should talk to Missy. He actually said it at the dinner table. And oh, at first no. when he was in bed, I thought it was a delay tactic. I just thought, like, he just doesn't want to go to sleep. So let's find the most god-awful, boring thing in the world uh, <laughs> that we can talk about, and that would be taxes. <laughs> so it's cute. Like When it comes out of a seven-and-a-half-year-old's mouth, it's cute. But... And then I realized that seven and a half year olds know nothing about taxes. And I was trying to think, how did I learn about taxes? And I don't know if you're like, this is a whole normal thing that families do. But when we were growing up, 
and we'd go out for dinner or if like we'd have dinner in our house and we had something on our plates that my dad wanted to try. He didn't even ask, can I try that? He would just go daddy tax and he would take a big scoop of it. Usually it's ice cream or something and he'd eat it and he'd take it off all of our plates. And to us, like that it. was normal. You I had like daddy it. tax. Yeah. That was how I learned about taxes. I don't give me a s- my kids though. Give me a second to process this. Okay, I get it. Carry on. Okay. You carry on. And I didn't understand it. Like that was my introduction, introduction to taxes. And I think now I should do that to teach Alex. So that's I like it. I have a similar experience. Mine's a little different because it wasn't my dad. It was my girlfriend, Carla, who is my wife now. And at the time I thought, oh, well, everybody knows I clearly I'll kick my coverage dating her. We all know this. I'm way out of my mm-hmm. league. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, like it wasn't our first date. By the way, our first date was at Olive Garden where you, you were there with us. Was I there for that one? You were there. And I still get crap because I didn't pay for her bowl of pasta vajoule. I just, I didn't pay for it. It was like three bucks. And, and where was Matt? Where was our friend Matt? He should have helped me on this. Anyways, it wasn't our first date. It was our second date. And she just like reached over and like took a bite of whatever it was. Bailey's. Remember Bailey's? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. 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 And I'm we like, have to oh. ourselves constantly. This is not a restaurant review podcast. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. And so she, to this day, whenever we go, she just reaches over. And grabs it. So it's not a dad tax. It's a, my wife is incredibly awesome and superior to me in every way tax. Huh. Interesting. Kind of similar. We don't, we don't mind it. Yeah, apparently. But that's a tax you don't mind paying. I don't. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about taxes. This is our fifth podcast episode. And the first podcast, we kind of did some welcome to the podcast and we did some generalities. And now we're going into the three big key areas. Uh, The first area was income, where income and expenses line up. And uh, then we talked a little bit about uh, investments. And now I want to talk about taxes because this is the third area as a retiree that people need to think about. They need to take into consideration. And um, it's not the most fun thing to talk about. But I, whenever I give a seminar, in fact, Dave, you were at our last seminar, I always tell people, I, yeah, I think someone did that the other night. Um, <laughs> Actually, there was a guy on his phone a lot, and I really wanted to smack it out of his hands. But sorry, yeah. go ahead. But there was... Um, I always tell I actually can make taxes fun. I promise I can, t- I can actually make taxes fun and entertaining, um, or at least so people can understand what the heck they are. Um, because... When I talk about taxes, I'm talking about income taxes, um, property taxes and sales taxes. Those are kind of more choice based upon what you buy and where you live. But income taxes, the only way to control that is you know, how much you earn. And when people are working, so most people get a paycheck and that paycheck gets them a W-2 at the end of the year and that W-2 goes in their tax return. You don't have much control. Like whatever you make, you pay taxes on. Now, we hope you don't spend all of it, but that's what happens. But in retirement, you are deciding how much to spend. You are deciding where money comes from. So you, in essence, get to decide how much taxes you're going to pay. And uh, to a lot of people, that's a very weird concept. 
Yeah, and I still don't quite. I mean, I do understand. I mean, I don't understand it completely because I'm not in that position. But every time I hear you talk, I'm like, that is fascinating. And I know that that's what like separates you from most other advisors. Am I right? Like, you love talking about taxes and the freedom you have with taxes when you're retired. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of it, it is kind of weird. We attract people that realize the 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 importance of taxes and what when we go out and give seminars a lot of our seminars are to educate people in the importance of minimizing taxes most financial seminars if you get invited to a dinner seminar uh, if you get one of those direct mail pieces we mail out ourselves like i'm you know we're part of that group but most likely they're just trying to sell you an annuity they're just trying to sell you something. And it's an hour long of them trying to sell you something. And I always swore I would not do that. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to educate people with what I think is the most important topic in their retirement and the one that no one's actually talking about. And that is how taxes relate to people's retirement. Mm -hmm. um, and so I tried to make it fun and tried to make it where uh, they can understand it. But this is, this is unbelievably important because... I don't know if you knew this, Dave. Uh, your dad's been more of a um, independent contractor his life, but I don't know if your grandparents. My grandparents had a pension, and in the late seventies, early eighties, was when companies started to phase out pensions. And unless you work for um, a really large old company, some, sometimes there's some European companies, but most likely, if somebody has a pension right now, they have worked for the government in some way, shape, or form. Um, be it a teacher, be it a state employee, be it a county right. employee. Right. Those are the people we see with pensions right now. And the United States Congress knew this was coming. They knew pensions were going away. So they tried to create these tools for people to save their own money into. And that's where 401ks and IRAs, uh, that's where they came to be. And the government has pretty much for 40 years, my entire life, They've been telling people, you've got to put money in 401ks, you've got to put money in IRAs. And, you know, they've, they've said, because pensions aren't going to be there. And they've always used the line, you're going to have a tax savings by doing that. And that's what they told people, you have a tax savings. But what happened is by doing that, people put all this money away and they get these big piles of money that's yet to be taxed. And most financial advisors will, will go, will walk miles to teach you how to put that money away that's yet to be taxed. But once it's in there, it has to come out in some way, shape, or form. It has to be taxed. And so how you get that money out is extremely important. So, um, yeah. And, and like you've said, you know, you say a lot at your workshops, like you always say, show of hands, who thinks taxes are going down anytime soon? And everyone's like, yeah, no, definitely not. Right. That plays a role in yeah. all this. It is. It's, it's kind of crazy. And. Um, I've been giving a similar workshop now for four or five years, and I used to ask them um, where you know, who who thinks tax rates are going lower, and then I say who thinks tax rates are going higher. And it becomes a joke; we laugh about it. And but now with this new, it's not even new anymore. But the the tax cuts that came through with President Trump, we know that tax rates are going to go up. Like the law says in twenty twenty six, tax rates are going to go higher, and. It's it's one of those things that we, we have to try and educate people that there's a certain type of tax out there that you're going to have to pay no matter what. And so you might as well pay it as cheap as humanly possible. Uh, it's not fun. It's not going to be easy. Um, Dave, it's kind of like when... 
people tell us, hey, make sure you lose weight when you're young because it's really hard when you get older. And we still don't listen to them. Okay. Not to cut you off, but I remember we were having one of our potluck dinners with Phil and Joanne. Oh, man. Yeah. I wish they... And I remember Phil... Phil and Joanne, if you're listening to this, move back to Illinois. Seriously. Yeah. We're so much cooler than Mikey. Yeah. Uh, and I remember Phil saying, probably to you and I, um, by the time you turn 27, so we were like younger than 27, he said, your body is comfortable at the weight that it's at. And at that time, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm fat, but like I have time to change and I've only gotten fatter. And so I think Phil warned me about this 14 years ago, and I still haven't done anything oh, about it. Man, Phil was such a savant. <laughs> you know, Phil, I lived next door to Phil, and when we first were first married, and uh, they were the world's greatest neighbors. I would make Joanne blue cheese stuffed olives, uh, but Phil would take me on bike rides at 5 a.m. Now, Phil was in his <laughs> early 60s, probably at that point in time, and in impeccable shape he rode a bike that he had in high school and i had some new bike and he'd be like <laughs> we'd be halfway through the ride i couldn't even see him anymore like he's just so far ahead and i'd come back and he'd be like yeah you want to go do some push-ups and i'm like barely vertical like it's just unbelievable so <laughs> this uh, is also the man who would like cut your grass and snow your <laughs> plow your snow before you even yeah. woke up in the morning <laughs> So, but you kind of like where you tell people the longer you wait, the more difficult it gets. And uh, taxes are one of those things. You know, there's not much you can do about it when you're working, but when you retire, most people just live off what they think they can live off of. But there are certain triggers that occur out there, like social security kicking in, like these required minimum distributions that kick in when people turn 72, that starts throwing income higher than people ever wanted it to be. Uh, I mean, this sounds like such a first world problem, but if you don't plan out your income, the government does have things in place that they will plan it for you. And almost every single time, you and your family are in a better spot if you take control of that over the government. I, I sense, kind of, it, no, it totally makes sense. I think it, it actually leads into this question that I've had at every one of your workshops, and I never remember to ask you, but you you mentioned like with the current tax law that was passed, 2018, right? Mm -hmm. You said the law requires that it goes back up to to the pre to the the pre rates. So when we're when you're when you say things like, you know, uh you have the freedom to manage your taxes in retirement. Are you saying like do things now because in 2026 things could go way up and then you lose even more control or, or yeah, what? it's, you have to, it's different for every single person, but mm -hmm. you have to look at where you are now. And so I tell people like you, you have to know what your tax situation looks like today. And then you have to compare it to what it's going to be like five, six, 10 years from now. And you can do a comparison and maybe you're actually better off increasing the tax you pay now so you can minimize it in the future. And there's just some weird things that you have to, that have to go the way you have to weigh back and forth that are there. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, it, it does make sense. And it reminds me of something my grandpa used to say to me. He used to say, Oh, grandpa, ah, grandpa, rest in peace. Uh, David, there's two things that are certain in life. One, you're going to pay taxes, and two, you're going to be fat. Now, I've heard that same saying like, 
you know, in different versions, some people like death and taxes. No, that's not the right way. Grandpa said taxes and you're going to be fat. No, I'm, Did I ever meet he, your grandpa? Did he pass before I met him? No, he passed uh, right right at the end of 2019. Actually, I think it was actually February 2020. Uh, no, you we weren't very close. Uh, so you definitely okay. would have met him. Um, well, I don't know how your mom feels, but in the last episode, you did a voice of mimicking pretending to be your mother, and it sounded mm-hmm. very much like your voice imitating your grandfather. No, wait, it was very Gra- – Grandpa was a much lower, like a David. Bex was like, David, David. <laughs> you know, my mom has always had a soft spot for you, and she used to yell at me for making fun of your – arch in your back uh we used to call it the hump we don't we're just we're we're more mature than that now but she used to be like when you would leave she'd be like david david you stop saying that about joshua you can't say that stuff i'm like sorry ma i've never really had a filter i've always enjoyed your mother she's a wonderful lady (laughs) (sighs) back back to taxes one last comment on taxes and we can we can wrap it up after that but as a CPA, um, people always you're, – you're kind of trained to minimize taxes today, minimize taxes today, minimize taxes today. And I encourage everybody to think with a much bigger picture. You have to look out the rest of your life. Um, and I often will hear people say, I don't want to worry about it. Let my children worry about it. And when I hear people say that, that is me just realizing that they don't – they're afraid. They don't Fear. know how to fix it. And so it's it's uh, there is things you can do. And just because you don't currently know how or your current advisor doesn't know how to do it, you can do it. Um, and you know, even if you don't love your children all that much, you probably like them more than giving more away in taxes. So, um, but hopefully. Hopefully you like your kids more than the IRS. That's what you say a lot. It is what I say in the, in, in the seminar. Even though the IRS doesn't actually get your tax dollars, it just has that negative connotation. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, the taxes, you know, it goes into your asset allocation. It goes, you know, it goes into your income plan and all those things we talked about in the first episode, first couple episodes. But uh, we're gonna as we as we move on here, Dave, we're gonna in future episodes talk about some more specific tax situations. We'll talk about, you know, some IRA rules. We'll talk about required distributions. We'll talk about taxes on social security. Um, We're going to talk about all that fun stuff. That's awesome. And I also think too, for future episodes, I think it would help. Imagine most people are like me, pretty uninformed about taxes and all this kind of stuff. But like you, you say, you said a few minutes ago, you may not know how to do these things now, but you can certainly learn. And for someone like me, I'm like, how do I even begin learning about this stuff? Right. Apart from sitting down with a, you know, an advisor, how do I learn about this stuff? Any quick tips, like any places to go? Um, this is really, this is, that's a great question. Um, when I delay like this, can you tell it's a tough thing to answer? Um, yeah. My bad. I didn't, no, I didn't warn you. No, it was good to you qualified it with don't talk to an advisor because what I think our expertise is, is there is a lot of tax law. I mean, there is, it, it's hard because people try and learn it all. They try and say, well, I need all these little things. But the truth of the matter is there's only going to be a small subset that applies to you. 
Um, there is some really specific, there's some nice tools that you can learn from, and maybe we can do an episode on some of those tools, but you have to know how it applies to your situation and how it applies to the bigger picture. So I always tell people, find somebody you trust who really knows these things and knows how it interacts with your situation, because there's no 100% right answer. Like what mm-hmm. I tell you, Dave, my recommendation to you and Carla could be completely different than I give to my brother. Right. Like it, it, there's just different scenarios and people have walked different paths in their life. So it's a matter of where you've come from and where you want to go. Right. Sure. You also don't really deal with people with as much wealth as I have. So now I wouldn't know what the tax on that sweatshirt would be. It's called the comfy, not a sweatshirt. That's, that's one of the most insulting things you've ever said. Hmm. Is that a white elephant gift? Wow. Carla Carla gave it to you, and now I'm going to be in trouble. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, for you listeners out there, if you want to subscribe to this podcast and hear Josh make fun of me, please do so. See if Dave's back for the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Next next week, introducing my new – Josh will introduce his new podcast host, The Wall, (laughs) because no one wants to do it with him. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Josh, great episode on taxes. Uh, and until next time, hey, bye. Oh, would have made it more fun. I think it was. I mean, taxes it was kind of downerish. Sorry if you thought it was downerish today, people. I mean, taxes. Taxes are fun. We're gonna fix them. It'd be great. I, Daddy, taxes. did you? Did you? Eat the food. I think you prefaced with this conversation is going to be fun. Now, whether or not it's fun, I mean. I think that's subjective but i think it was entertaining that's what i'm worried about maybe i shouldn't preface that you know if you go back and rewind this show and listen to the beginning you know you might call me a liar if it wasn't that fun <laughs> this is where we need a sound effect because i could have put in one of those rewind rewind scratching records like <laughs> yeah Ooh, that was a good one by the way all right we hit 25 minutes all right until next time bye bye <laughs>